Hi, I'm GP. And I'm a first-time dad. Okay, so this episode, we'll be talking about celebrating a first birthday party for your baby. And this becomes especially tricky during the time of COVID-19. Uh, I'm here to share my experiences when I held my baby's first birthday last December. And I hope you can learn something from my experience. All right, so first thing I'd like to discuss is the... Uh, the practice or the superstition that the first birthday of a child should always be held on the day itself, you know. So if you're, like my son was born on December 2, which fell on a Thursday in 2021. And, uh, you know, the, the usual practice that people do when they celebrate birthdays is they move it to the closest weekend. That's uh, to allow more people, more guests to come and attend the birthday celebration. But there's a there's an old saying or an old practice that uh, first birthday should always be celebrated on the day itself. So even if it's a Thursday, you have to celebrate it on that day. And if you want guests to come, you're going to have to ask them to take a leave from work or from school just to be able to attend. Because this is something that you can't move. You know, you can move the dates for the second birthday, third, fourth, but for the first one, it's, uh, it's, it's always been a practice to celebrate it on the day itself. Now, one of the theories I have about that is, is because in the past, you know, not too long ago, like in the recent past, children didn't live that long. You know, uh, a lot of children died before turning one, you know. Women gave birth successfully, you know, uh, having the child survive for a year, that was a, a big triumph. That's because there's a, there were sicknesses before, diseases that killed these children. And it was only fairly recently where we have like uh, smallpox vaccines and stuff like that, which allowed the children to uh, survive these diseases and let them live longer. So I think uh, for a baby to survive one full year is a really, really, really big deal for most of human history. So the importance of celebrating on the day itself, it, it, like, it makes you acknowledge that surviving one year is a big deal and you hope that you're blessed with more days for your baby. So I think that's the reason behind it. I'm not really sure, but probably is, you know. Anyway, these uh, old practices, these uh, sayings by old people, grandparents, they always have grains of truth in them. You know, you can just dig deep and you'll be able to see that there's actually truth in what they do, what they say, what they recommend, you know. These things uh, have stood the test of time, so to speak. So I trust them with uh, that knowledge. Anyway, since uh, this is still uh, the time of the pandemic, one of the conditions my wife wanted for the venue for my baby's birthday was it had to have lots of open space. So the original place we wanted had like a, a field, but uh, we weren't able to get that place. Someone booked ahead of us. So we settled for a house with a pool, a big pool area. 
in a garden and uh, could let kids run around. So the purpose of that is, of course, to minimize contact in enclosed spaces. So if it's just indoors in one room, you know, the chances of spreading or catching the virus and transmitting it becomes uh, higher. So having it in open fields at least minimizes uh, contact and it gives a lot of open space for the virus to dissipate. And when it comes to food, you know, uh, we were lucky that the venue chose. They also had like a catering business on the side. So we decided to get our food from them as well. Most of the food we got from, from, the, from the place. And uh, we just had my wife's mother, uh, my baby's grandma, bring additional food, but most of the food came from the resort or the place where we uh, booked the birthday. You know, the purpose of that is to minimize uh, transmission, again, contact with people because, you know, the food's already there and like if you have someone deliver it, you're gonna have uh, more people coming into contact with the food and more contact means uh, more chances of transmitting the virus. So. You could consider that, you know, if you're going to get a place, ask them if they do catering. You can order food from them. If not, try to get food uh, close to where the place is. So delivery time won't be that long. And, uh, you know, uh, the place we got was uh, like uh, on the outskirts of uh, the metro. So if we got food from the city and we brought it there, you know, wouldn't be as fresh anymore because it's like uh, three hours. I think from the city to the place, it's a three-hour drive. So, so it would really be advisable to get your food as close as possible to the venue. All right. Now, when it comes to guests, ideally, you'd want to limit the guests. Not a real big crowd, but not a really, really small one either. So, in our case, you know, I have uh, quite a large family. My wife has a medium-sized family. So. Uh, limiting the guests to just the immediate family. I mean, we, we got quite a decent crowd. So I got four siblings, my parents, and uh, my dad brought my half-siblings along. And uh, among my four siblings, three of them all have kids. Two of them have two kids each. On my wife's side, uh, she has two brothers. Her eldest brother has two kids. The other brother has one kid. So that's, that's actually a lot of kids. We didn't even invite my cousins, her cousins. So it's just uh, the immediate family and we got a decent turnout, you know. Well, f for other people, especially those who have uh, a small family or you're like an only child or you're the first in your family to have a, a kid. So your baby is the only baby in your family. You know, f in those cases, maybe you could invite just a few friends, a few, one or two, you know, uh, with kids, just so your baby has uh, other kids he can look at, he or she can look at, because uh, if all he sees is adults, you know, it's not going to feel like a children's party, you know, so th there has to be some other kids in there. So if you don't have uh, kids in your immediate family, you could go to your cousins. Just a few, just those with kids, you know, you don't need to invite your entire clan the entire extended family 
if it's gonna be too much but if you can handle it fine if the place can handle it fine you know the point there is to have other kids make it feel like a children's party because you don't want it to feel like an adult party with one baby you know that's not the atmosphere you're going for and uh finally um the last tip i'd give is uh, take lots of pictures take lots of videos make lots of memories because uh you know in my case my earliest memory is probably three years old uh, that's the usual earliest memory that people can remember three years old anything before that people don't usually remember so uh there's a huge chance that your child will not remember his or her first birthday and any stories about the first birthday will be told from the memories that you got from that day and as you know memories are like malleable you know they can change over time so solid proof of that time doesn't change you know photographs videos those are things that immortalize the event so if you have them your kid can just look back on them and relive his first birthday in my case i borrowed a 360 camera from my brother-in-law and uh, i took 360 videos of my baby blowing out his uh, cake blowing the candle although he couldn't blow yet but uh i took a 360 video of us singing happy birthday to him and uh it's posted on youtube you can check it out if you want i'm gonna share the link on the description for this but yeah take lots and lots of pictures take lots of photos take lots of videos and save them of course you know upload them online and uh you, you gotta have something that your baby can look at when he's older so that's my episode for today feels great recording again and uh, we're gonna have more, more episodes in the near future stay tuned you can send us a message at firsttimedadpodcast at gmail.com that's one st time dad podcast at gmail.com and you can listen to first time dad on anchor spotify apple podcasts google podcasts and other major podcast platforms also first time dad is part of the philippine podcast directory like and follow ppd on facebook to check out other great podcasts from other pinoy podcasters so again i'm gp i'm a first time dad thank you for listening have a great day